0: Welcome to the Encore Audio Video Podcast. Innovative technology simplified with the Encore Systems designers, Jeff Grove
1: and Clark Von Trothe. Here's your host, Luke Anderson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Encore Audio Video Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Anderson. With me, Jeff Grove. Hi. Clark Von Trotha. Hello, Luke. We are sitting in the theater room at the Encore Audio Video Showroom, 14th and ever in the Pearl. Uh, we have... Uh, a highlights playing uh, to our side on the big screen of football, yeah, and uh, and that kind of leads us to our conversation today. Uh, you may have noticed if you are a sports fan that uh, in order to watch your favorite games, you need more streaming services than you never had before. The Sunday Ticket is on YouTube. Uh, Thursday Night Football is on uh, is on Amazon Prime. And there are plenty of other sports and plenty of other broadcasts that have migrated the MLS on Apple TV and so on. And we yep. can go yep. through. And it, it doesn't look like this is a trend that is going to backslide anytime soon. More and more of the content we consume is moving to streaming. So today in the conversation, as we kind of do every time, we always have to go back to the foundational elements of this. And yep. this goes back to a conversation that we have again and again and something that I'll probably actually need you guys help with soon to be entirely honest in my life, <laughs> but it goes back to the network yeah. and having that network built out. Now mine is a product of uh, both streaming sports, uh, but also I have uh, two daughters that are about to turn seven years old. And Absolutely. so they are using more and more of our bandwidth yeah. uh, to do that. So there's a lot of reasons why the network is important. I've given you two that are important to me. Real quickly, if you guys want to hit on any notes that we've already talked about, why is the network the foundation of everything you do and why is it so important uh, that it's built out so that it can be set up right in the beginning but also grow with you as yeah. more and more things it's change?
2: A, it's a great question, Luke, uh, and one that you know sometimes we get asked a lot on, sometimes we don't, surprisingly, but it is the backbone of what, most of what we do for people on a residential application And it's important to look at the network in kind of twofold, what we call the ISP or the Internet Service Provider. Mm -hmm. And then what I would shorten and call the LAN or the Local Area Network. And the Internet Service Provider, it's important that you have the proper plan with them. And we can go over what those parameters are. And it's not just about speeds, but it's what you're subscribing to within the network and so forth and, and, and what's important to you. And then constructing a, a local area network that can do everything that you need. And you touched on a number of things, opening, but probably the most important is a network that's robust and that can handle all the things that the scope of your project is going to ask of it to do. And so that's you know a quality router, you know quality switches, quality access points, and so forth. Um, but that are up to the challenge. And then you know we want a hardwire. When we say hardwire, we want to Basically, connect everything to the network as much as possible—not over the wireless, but actually wire it to the network because yeah. it's more reliable to do that. Um, and but,
1: wireless technology is constantly improving. It is. We'll, yeah. we'll get into television technology a little bit as part of this conversation as well. But as the technology improves, still going back to the foundation of hardwiring when you can say, save your network the energy that it would take yeah. to to take shortcuts. Is that what you're saying with hardwiring?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's hardwiring is an important aspect to a reliable local area network, yeah. for starters. And it's also important to get the best throughput through your network, you know, so you're getting proper speeds. You're actually getting all of what you're paying for. Um, there are incredible wireless products that have just emerged actually very recently uh, that bring out some incredible uh, new wireless technologies and give us a, a much wider back end to see your network, um, yeah. if we need to remotely and give us a lot of information and help solve little problems and issues that may be resonant to your particular residential application. Uh, and I know that kind of gets complicated and a little bit sort of amorphous in the, in that, <laughs> but, but, it, but without getting too but, into the Clark, weeds, that is what you're here for. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. But, but that, but that really, uh, is a, a an important piece. And, and I always say with Jeff, you know, Jeff and I both always say this, you know, the network is probably the most important thing we put in your home um, uh, to start with and making sure that we, cause once you nail that down and that's reliable and working well, everything else will just kind of fall into place. It's kind of like a domino effect. So, yeah. and,
1: and Jeff has the network become more and more important as time goes on more important now than it's ever been.
0: Absolutely. It, it is the backbone of, of everything that we do. And, uh, really a, a lot of things that have to do with just daily life at this point, you know, whether you're Working from home and VPNing into an office, or you're doing some sort of video calling, kids doing homework remotely, um, all, all of those things are just part of daily life today. So, so just the the infrastructure on the the backside of of all that stuff is important. And then when we get into the entertainment side of things, i.e., streaming music, obviously watching a variety of TVs and movie shows at this point from yeah. all those different streaming services. Uh, and even also kind of behind the scenes when we start talking about, and we've, we've talked about this a lot in the past are our control systems. Um, control systems are, are, are very network dependent and they're very network dependent in a way that is actually kind of hard on a network. So if you don't have products that are robust enough or smart enough to handle what, those types of products do you're going to have problems if if you just use the the provided equipment from the isp whoever that is odds are you're going to have problems yeah and and so the the products that we're deploying are what we would call enterprise grade networking products routers switches access points blah 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 not not sexy things but important (laughs) things um and and then those technologies continue to change. There, there's new product that has just come out, not just on the wireless side, but on the hardwired side that now can give us much greater speeds than even the current internet service providers provide. But at some point they will. Yeah. So, so if we're selling yesterday's technology, well, as soon as internet service provider gets up to the speeds that they're promising in the next couple of years, all that product we just sold you is going to be a boat anchor. Yeah. We, we need to be thinking about tomorrow. And and so those are the conversations we ultimately end up having with customers about, you know, what what's the long-term plan here? Not, yeah. not just what are we doing today, but what's the long-term plan?
1: Well, I think this applies to, to any industry or any pursuit that you're doing where if you're doing something right, no one notices. There's, yeah. there's, 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 well, there's a few things, right? right? Yeah. There's, there's, there's the incredible and there's the, the, the result of all that, that underlying foundational work that you put in, um, or there's just the complete failure of it. And the network is probably, you know, th- that thing for you guys, where if you don't have it set up correctly, everything suffers from it. Yeah. So how do you, how do you communicate it to your clients and, you know, convince them that, yeah, it's worth this investment up front, so that you don't have to. Is is it? A, do you go? Do you go pain or do you go pleasure? What's the way that you can really get through to people? It's price?
0: usually just an open conversation about you know what. How do you use your home? Yeah. How, how do you want to use your home? And in our experience, these are the best ways to to deal with that. And yes, can we sometimes go at this in in more of a budgetary yeah uh, approach sure but understand here's the things that you might suffer with if we do that and yeah. just having those conversations and and ultimately letting them kind of drive the the bus so to speak yeah so that we know which way to go because there are a lot of choices with, within just the networking conversation
1: you alluded to it a little bit jeff you said if if the speeds that are forecasted to be available are available that just having the basics aren't going to be enough. So what does the future look like? We've got, we've got television services improving all the time and and adding content. It feels like more and more people are moving to streaming, not necessarily by choice, but almost by necessity, because that's where, where your, your, you know, your products are, your, you know the game, the show, the movies
0: that the you want to watch and listen to are all migrating that direction. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. so what does it look like when we look ahead and go? You know, you're going to need to move on from the 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 old universal cable remote that you have. Yeah. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. You know, adapt to the way that technology works from the providers now. So, what does that look like um, in your mind, Clark?
2: Yeah, I think. You know, having a, Jeff talked about this, you know, having a network obviously that's a little more future proof for ISP speeds is is key, and I think a robust uh, network, especially the router, is a key part of that. Um, but you know, really nailing down also what Jeff was talking about about what the clients' needs are. You know, how many people in the home are, are actually going to be using the network at any given one time. That's a key point. you know. Uh, obviously, what are, what's the scope of the project and what are the network requirements of the project? The control system, Jeff mentioned that. Certainly, what streaming services are you doing? How high resolution are we talking? You know, are we talking all 4K video streaming? Or are we talking yeah. HD? Or No, I, I'm fine with DVD and, quality. And, and more and
0: more, more 4K is becoming more, more uh, readily available, especially sure. with streaming. Which, Absolutely. Which if there's more streams going on at the same time, even if they're going to somebody's phone, that's bandwidth. Yeah. Yes. So sorry. And that, uh,
2: no, too, and that's but. also the throughput. You know, conversation. I was kind of alluding to earlier about the throughput. How much speed you're actually requiring. Uh, those things really matter. Video is a big piece of of network, kind of a network hog. Sure. I, I joke all the time. I'm like, the moment you add even a basic, you know, Sonos system or Apple TV or a few of those in the house, all of a sudden the requirements of the network change dramatically yeah. just from those products alone. Forget everything else, and there's a lot of other things in addition to that, but typically, but um, so yeah, nailing that down uh, and, and figuring out the proper network to work with that. And I think you know Jeff's point too about uh, not all networks are the same. you know if you think, yep. well, I'm just going to go into Best Buy and buy a couple hundred dollar router and call it a day, you're probably not going to get good wireless coverage in your house. And it's probably not going to be up to, up to snuff to deal with all the other products that you may want to be adding to your system, certainly control systems and streaming products and so on. And so it's really important to understand that. I think the other future piece that's really important to know uh, as well is that it's gonna. Right now, it seems daunting with all the streaming services. Like, which ones do I subscribe to, and how is this gonna work for me? Uh, You know, we were talking about this earlier before the show, but you know, I think you know you are going to see streaming services start to to combine, and there's going to be less. There's going to be more options, but less services, sure. uh, yeah. so to speak, and and so that'll well, be a that's welcome change. That's a silver change.
1: bullet, right? Is figuring out sure. a way where all the controls can work together. The you know the yeah. people. There's a few people in my office that complain. They're like, I'd love to get all the streaming, you know, sports and and go completely, uh, you know, c- cable cutting. I guess yeah. would be the the term. He goes, but there's not an easy way to go from service A to service B in real time. Right. And that's when you're, especially when you're watching sports, if you want to go between, you know, the Oregon state and the Oregon game, because they're playing at the same time, but one's on this service and the other's on this service, it, there's not an easy way to do that. So whether it's combining services or somebody that provides that gateway and, yep. and the, the control solutions that you have, I think that's going to be uh, something that everybody's looking for. Uh, something that you mentioned in there though, has my brain kind of going in that direction where it's, Okay, you you get the network that you want. What the, the different elements in it? It sounds like there's a real easy way to create a weak link in there. Your modems up to snuff, but your router is not. Your access points are. are how many how many different opportunities are there? You don't need to go into the full detail, but just for for an easy <laughs> visual or something. Yeah, has. there's
0: quite a there, few. There's there's I mean, ultimately there's there's about five different pieces. Um, you alluded to modem router. Um, network switches, access points, and then cabling. Okay. And, and so ultimately, we, we have to kind of address each part of that uh, to make sure that, that we're not going to have a bottleneck in some way with what we're trying to accomplish. Um, and, and, and pretty common to have faster speeds on the wired side than on the wireless side. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a a misnomer of networks that you know my wireless should just be as fast as my wired connection no it's it's (laughs) never it's never going to be that way it's always going to be somewhat slower Uh, and then proximity as well on your wireless devices the closer you are to your your wireless access points your your products that are producing the wi-fi in the house typically the stronger and faster your internet speeds are going to be typically. Yeah, and I think Jeff alluded to it, too,
2: uh, also about infrastructure and, and and wiring. That's really important. You know, I, I can't tell you how many homes we go into and the lack thereof, or there's plenty of wiring, but it might be the wrong type of wiring yeah. to do what we're trying to do. So addressing those, uh, and when you do approach uh, a local area network uh, change, is really, really key, too. So, yeah. yeah. So we, we, we kind of understand that uh,
1: the network... Your foundation of everything, technology is changing there. But what about the actual devices that we're watching these things on? Yeah. You alluded to this, uh, that televisions are going to be going through a bit of a yeah. a, a renaissance. And you, know, you always wonder how much flatter, how much bigger, how much lighter, how much better can the picture be? But the technology inside those televisions does a lot more than just yeah. show the picture now, right? Yeah,
2: I mean, the larger displays are getting cheaper. I mean, that's that's the big kind of the, the big end-all, be-all answer to all this is that, you know, I mean, if you would have told me years ago that you could get a 100-inch LED display under $10,000, I would have laughed at you. Sure. But that exists today mm-hmm. in, in a huge way. And we're showing those here. So, I mean, that that is a really key, key piece. Um, and the technologies that they're they're offering up. I mean, there's a lot of emerging technologies that you're seeing on TV shows, you know, and you see like virtual backdrops and TVs and stuff like that. Th- those technologies haven't quite micro LED, and some of those things haven't quite hit the price point where they're a, a household name now. But but they're they're they, every year they keep coming down and down in cost, and they keep driving current technologies of today, mini LED and so forth, to get cheaper and better with more dimming zones and better better viewing. So um, yeah. for the And users so yeah all those things are great which allow larger displays to get cheaper basically
1: well the other thing too that feels like there's always some new brand that shows up and does everything for a lot cheaper all of a sudden has a little bit of innovation and the the rest of the industry has to kind of follow these these swirls right
0: absolutely true yeah and and there are some (laughs) manufacturers do some some funny things with what they call their technology um Because for the most part, there's three or four technologies, right? Yeah. Um, But but there's two core technologies being OLED and LED, and then there's kind of the higher-end version of both of those. Um, But there's funny names that a lot of different manufacturers use for some of them, things like Quantum Dot and... I don't know. There's a few others out there,
1: but it's the same technology. It's just
0: rebranded for XYZ brand versus ABC brand. Yeah. So it's marketing, basically. It's marketing. So, so for the most part, you're you are talking about similar product. Um, That being said, there there still are differences from brands to brands, and we and we can get into why we do certain things and don't do other things on a more specific conversation with a customer, but uh, we've chosen the the products that that we've decided to carry for reasons. Yeah. So, yes. So
1: as the large displays get cheaper, as the technology (coughs) gets more ubiquitous, as the streaming services get more and more 4k content, more and more of the live content that we all crave. If you're working with a network that isn't, Robust enough to yeah. get the most out of that TV, then you're just throwing away money on on technology that you can't use. Is that kind of where yeah, we're going you know, to with this conversation? It's,
2: it's amazing how when <clears throat> someone upgrades a television or a projector, and and then you know we upgrade all the wiring. The results of that is just staggering because the sources now are are really almost to the point where display sizes kind of irrelevant i mean you can go hundreds of inches in display size and have a razor sharp image today where that was really not possible you know even i would argue you know seven to ten years ago that just was not happening even when when 4k was sort of emerging it wasn't quite where it is today there's been a lot of developments in color and, and contrast and gamma and so forth that have really improved that and so now, yeah, the technologies with projectors are incredible with laser projectors becoming cheaper yeah. and larger displays, to Jeff's point, point, you know, and the multiple technologies that are allowing that to occur. Uh, it's, it's a really exciting time. So definitely if you're thinking about, hey, I, I haven't updated this space in a while and it's been a minute, um, I always use this great analogy with the network. Well, have you used a laptop that you have from like 10 years ago? Do you have a good experience going online with that? And the yeah. answer is usually probably no. Yeah. And from a display standpoint, hey, if you've had that display in your house for 8, 10 years, it's probably time to start thinking about maybe uh, looking at something new, Um, not just for the lifespan of that product, but because the technology has gotten so uh, incredible with larger displays and the costs have come way down. So it's a great time to look.
1: So you're saying, you said eight to 10 years for uh, the display. <laughs> yeah.
2: Where are but you I, at, Luke? Where, we, where Do we need to I, come
1: over? I think I'm to... okay. No, you do need to come over for the network. <laughs> I think okay. we definitely need to do that. Because if, if you're like, I, listen, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of the, uh, taking the the hardware that the ISP uh, is, <laughs> is giving you, to me yeah. and doing that. But to, to be entirely honest, most of my sports viewing was when my wife was out of the house and uh, my kids were uh, not on the gaming that they are now and they're sure. you know playing yeah. it interactive video games. Our cousins come over. Next thing you know, they've got three handhelds. They're all playing video <laughs> games. My wife comes home, doesn't want to bother me watching the game, doesn't want to hang out with the kids playing Roblox. And now she just puts on whatever she's watching on her phone. And she doesn't even watch it. She just listens to it, but she likes to have the video running anyways. And then nothing works. So the network yeah. is something that I have neverly in earnest addressed. But how quickly is that technology moving? Would you say it's moving quicker or at the same pace as as your visual elements with your tv and, and it, whatnot it's
0: it's ahead that's uh, what a networking think, right? product is ahead of of what the most video products are capable of right now yeah um there's as an example there, there are very few tvs that are quote-unquote 8k okay and even the ones that are 8k there's literally no content yeah so will these newer networking products that we're we're talking about now and and have been deploying for the last couple months, basically. Um, handle 8K, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but the content's not there yet. Yeah. So even if you have the TV that can do it, you're, you're a little ahead of the game. Uh, but that being said, with 4K, there's a ton of content. Almost every TV that is sold today is 4K, unless it's some really inexpensive, tiny thing. Sure. Um, even your mobile devices support 4K yeah. at this point. So, uh, it, it it's pretty important, and, and yeah. So the the network is definitely ahead of
1: uh, as as a so. consumer. You're paying for your internet service. You're paying for the television that you're watching through. You're probably paying for eh, let's say on average what three streaming services if you're streaming yeah, uh, reached, right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but without a network that's working, all of those could be you. You may not be getting the maximum from. Any of those, and you may even have uh, deficiencies in all of those if you, your network is not up to the, up to the task.
0: One hundred percent, yeah. Oh. And and uh, to that point, um, a lot most streaming video services will truncate what you get if the network isn't robust enough.
1: Explain that to me.
0: They will dumb down the resolution <laughs> and the audio.
1: So even even if you think you're getting the best, it may you, not
2: be. Yeah, yeah, because your network's saying, "Hey, I'm, this is going to be a long buffer if we do this," and so the service says, "You know what? They let's don't, just lower the resolution. They don't. They don't want
1: you. you to have interrupted service because then it beca- you become yeah. their problem. Right. Where they just go, let's just uh, let's put it in standard definition. The,
0: this old this the, old yeah, person the, won't even notice." the The app on said device can tell what kind of speeds it's getting from the local area network and ult- ultimately the internet. And if those don't meet a certain criteria, the app will automatically, in the background, downgrade what you're seeing.
1: And I'm guessing the service provider doesn't call you to say, hey, you're not getting nope. everything you can nope. out of what you're paying for. Nope.
0: Nope.
2: nope. You've guessed correctly. <laughs> and, you, and, and, and your TV doesn't care. So nobody, right. if you
1: don't go and talk to these guys at yeah. Oncore Audio Video, there is no one that cares more about you getting the That's most right. bang for your buck. Will it cost a little up front to, to make sure your network is right? Yes. Is it going to be worth it in the long run? 100%. The yeah. best place to start is walking into the Encore Audio Video showroom right here, 14th and Everett in the Pearl, making a call to Encore Audio Video or going online to Encore Audio Yeah. Did we miss anything there in this? Uh, good I overview. mean, This felt like we were, uh, we're you guys were kind of yelling at me for for not calling you in to take a look at my network yet. <laughs> well, if I feel I'm a little embarrassed. We feel for you,
0: Luke. We well, do. I mean we, 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 and,
1: and you understand the reason I haven't had you over yet was <laughs> embarrassment, but this felt like an intervention. <laughs>
0: Well, hey. sometimes things have to happen. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> we may need to bring it up on the show, right?
1: Well, listen, we're, we're going through a teacher's strike right now, so the kids are home more than I expected. So if okay. that continues, uh, I think we'll have to make an appointment very that quickly. That sounds good. Uh, all right, Encore Audio Videos uh, podcast is available on odyssey.com. It's available on 1080thefan.com. It is available anywhere, podcasts or are they sold? I don't think they're sold anywhere. They're available, so uh, exactly. feel free to find more episodes if you have in, would like information about home theaters or getting the most out of your audio, getting your audio and video set up outside, inside, or other. There is plenty of content out there, and if there's more that you need, let us know. Um, but we will do another episode soon, guys. Thanks as always. Yeah, hey, Thank thanks, Luke. Luke. Thank you for listening to the Encore Audio Video Podcast. If you have questions about today's topic or to schedule your free consultation with Jeff and Clark, go to EncoreAudioVideo.com.